Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, and I'm your host. Thank you for being here. Hi, folks. Welcome back to another soul-driven episode. What's up? What's up? Whew. Well... We made it through the new moon, the total eclipse on Monday, and I'm recording this on a Tuesday, the day after, and I gotta tell you, I feel so much better energetically. I don't know if you're with me on that or not, but the past couple of weeks, eclipse season for me is always pretty intense. I feel heavy and depressed, tired, Mm, I can feel anxious, Um, even sort of, well, irritable, just (laughs) the wide array of the things I would prefer not to feel. But it's always interesting to kind of sit back and watch this energy come in and then go out and then see what I'm left with. Because eclipse seasons especially are always kind of a sifting through what it is that we have so that we can see what is really in place. That might sound a little bit out there. Not too sure. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's jump into today's show. I have two announcements. First of all, make sure you listen to next week's episode. I'm doing a collaborative 2021 looking ahead don't really know what I'm going to call it just yet with Sarah Elise astrology and I cannot wait I'm very excited she is going to be like talking about 2021 from an astrological point of view and I'm going to be talking about it from what I have been learning and seeing in the Akashic records so I've already started going into the records just kind of seeing what is for 2021 and it's fascinating to say the least. I can't wait to talk to Sarah. She is extremely intuitive and just just really tapped in. So I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome conversation, interview. It's not really an interview. We're definitely collaborating. So make sure that you tune in. That is next week. And then the second one is kind of funny, ironic, In accordance with today's topic, which is all about rest, I have decided to take off the entire month of January. So after the 2021 review is published on the 23rd, I won't be returning until I do the Akashic Record lesson for February on the 3rd. So just FYI, mark your calendars. There are plenty of older episodes to check out 
and fantastic interviews. I will be sure to be sharing some of those on social media. Um, but yeah, I need a break. I, <laughs> the last part of this year has been a lot for me, a lot of changes, a lot of things personally and professionally that are transforming and shifting. And I just needed some time. So it's pretty crazy for me to do this, but it feels so right. <laughs> and of course, thanks to the universe, completely correlates with what we're talking about today. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about rest in a different way. What it is, why it's so hard for us to do, and why it's so important. But we're going to be talking about it through a cultural lens. We're going to be tapping into a bit of capitalism, scarcity mindsets, you know, the, the hustle mentality, um, just a lot of different things that prevent us from living life at a sustainable and enjoyable pace. So why do I want to talk about rest? Well, first, because I was really guided to talk about rest, but second, because I believe that it is time that we begin shifting how it is we do life, that we begin normalizing rest in our society as a whole, that we, we be like, that we start learning how to take care of ourselves. Rest is extremely underrated especially in regards to all of the benefits that it has in our life, much less this one called, oh, hey, happiness. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. So in my nerd out way, let's talk about the definition of rest. According to Webster's Dictionary, they had quite a few different definitions for rest. And so I'm only going to share a couple that I thought really hit home for this discussion. One, freedom from activity or labor. That sounds good, right? <laughs> Number two, a state of motionless or inactivity. Rest doesn't happen while you're on the go, FYI. Three, the repose of death. Isn't that interesting? The corpse pose, which is in yoga where you lay down flat your arms are extended, your legs are extended, and you just completely relax into the floor. I had one yoga instructor talk to me or, or share in a class pretty recently, actually. She called the corpse pose the fourth warrior because it is, and that it's the most powerful warrior. That just blew me away. And actually it was kind of the, I don't know, the seed for this discussion today. So, and finally, number four, peace of mind or spirit, which I don't know about you, but these days that's like invaluable. So why, why is it that we need rest? We can think about the obvious things, right? The way I really like to look at this is looking at our bodies like a laptop. Now, I'm sure that we have all had the experience where we've got this laptop, we're using it for long periods of time, all of a sudden it starts getting really buggy and it's slow and it's not functioning properly in, anymore. And we're like, what is going on? 
And then maybe someone says like, yo, have you turned off your laptop lately? And it's like, oh, right. <laughs> and you restart it. And then all of a sudden, everything's back to normal. What happened in that time frame is that all of the data that is coming in and out of your laptop, it just, it piles on top of itself. And only if it's shut down or restarted, does it give time for that information to like sink in, to recalibrate, to reset itself so that it can be fresh and alive and start with zero data all over again for you. That's very much the way I like to look at the body and like to look at rest. Without taking proper rest, we start getting buggy and weird. We stop working properly. We stop thinking properly, right? Like our brains really, really, really need rest. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can tell you in the past 10 years as an agency owner, there have definitely been periods of time where I was on my computer nonstop for days in a row because we had a deadline or a big project or maybe an emergency that popped up. And when I was finally able to truly step away, you know, not just physically, but also mentally, oh my gosh, it was like meltdown kind of. <laughs> um, but my brain just, it, you know, that's what we call burnout. Um, and I remember the first time that I experienced burnout, it had been three weeks of me working nonstop. It was right after I first started my business and I was in the shower one morning and I was super spacey and out of it. And I just really like literally my brain couldn't compute. Like it just wasn't working. And I was like, God, what is going on? And it was like, I heard this voice. It was like, Anna, you've been working for three weeks straight. What do you expect? And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> duh. Our brains need it, our bodies the same way. Like our bodies are not, like they weren't made to be driven into the ground. They weren't made to be taken care of the way that we take care of them today. Like there's so much adrenaline in our lives. There's so much worry and concern and nonstop going in action. We get so little rest, right? Our life really needs rest, really, really needs rest. And I guess like a disclaimer I probably should have started with, which I actually do have to talk about a bit later in the show, and I feel like you might be thinking it right now, is like resting is a privilege, and we don't all get to rest. And I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I may have experienced that differently than you, but there have certainly been periods in my life where I couldn't take hand quotations rest but I personally believe that everyone can take rest if they choose to make it a priority. We'll get into more ideas about how later into the show but in case that thought was arising in your mind like oh yeah girlfriend I've got like three kids and they're all home right now and my husband and whatever it may be I promise you all of us can take rest if we choose to make it a priority. So, what have we been told about rest? Because I think on a fundamental level, we, we all know that we need it. 
right? But I think we kind of equate rest to sleeping, which is not what I'm talking about. Sleeping is certainly part of it, but but that's just that's just a component, right? That's just a small piece. Rest. Rest like we talked about with the definitions. It's a state of motionless or inactivity. So rest can be sitting on a bench or sitting on your toilet for two minutes if that's all you can spare to get time alone to not be scrolling on your phone to literally do nothing that is rest but what have we been told about it we've been told that it's not okay that it's weak that it's unnecessary Uh, we live in a capitalistic well here in the west right here in the u.s i should say we live in a capitalistic society And rest is something that we're told stands in between success and ourselves, right? It's like, no, no, no. If you want to succeed, you go and go. It's not something that capitalistic societies tolerate. Um, My partner has been, he has actually gotten to different surgeries this year that required him to take time off three to four weeks each time from his job. And thankfully, he has great insurance and has been able to take this time off. But it's really kind of thrown me into this whole, I don't know, just like (laughs) really thinking about how our society works. You know, I mean, first of all, it's such a privilege to be able to do that. And what's funny, like the first thing is that um, he had a knee surgery and my father, my father said like, oh yeah, I remember having a knee surgery and I had to go back to work and I was doing construction like a week after. And I remember being with my partner a week into, you know, like after his surgery and wow, I can't imagine having to, to do that. You know, talking about privilege, right? My father wasn't in a position a, he didn't have the insurance, and B, like, he couldn't miss work. That wasn't a thing. So he had a week, and that was it. <laughs> and he had to go back to work. Um, and those are, those are real things that happen in our society. And why do they happen? Why is that acceptable? So... I kind of want to dive into the cultural aspect of this because I think it's really fascinating how different things kind of intercorrelate with, (laughs) interweave themselves, not intercorrelate, interweave themselves with rest and our ideas about rest and the way we view it and look at it. So first of all, we've got the hustle mentality which if you're an entrepreneur, you are very, very familiar with this. There's a marketing, I'm not really sure actually what his title is these days. His name is Gary V and Gary Vaynerchuk, which I've met Gary a couple of times. I think Gary is a good man. He really has a good heart. Um, But one of his biggest things from day one was hustle, hustle, hustle. And if you follow him on social media, he's doing like 10 different things at a time and he's always going, he's always working and he's up early and he's working late and da, 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 da. And all I could ever do 
back in the day when I actually followed him was think, man, this is so dangerous. This is so dangerous to be telling other people that they can also live their lives this way. Some of us actually can. Some of us actually have that kind of energy to work that hard, you know, for small periods of time. Other people completely collapse and fall apart mentally, physically. It's not sustainable. And therefore, I think it's really dangerous to be preaching those things. This whole hustle mentality can really destroy our health. And I don't know about you, but I would rather have my health than have a bank full of money any day of the week. Capitalism is, it just runs rampant here in America. And I can't really speak for other countries, other, although I know that there are plenty of other countries that really, you know, pretty hardcore about working. But I think America is probably, it's definitely in the top 10, 20, I would say. Um, I don't want to talk about other countries because I haven't grown up there. <laughs> but... And I don't really have a problem with capitalism as much as the patriarchal, like overly uh, masculine, just like go, 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 work hard, work hard. Because what that is, is a scarcity mentality. And that's another subject that I wanted to kind of get into here in regards to rest. We put aside rest when... We don't think that we can have it because we've got to work. We've got to work. We've got to get that extra dollar. We've got to, we've got to push even harder because there's less for us. There's not as many jobs. There's, there's not as much many clients out there. There's not as many people who are going to buy your product, or your service, or whatever the case may be. So no, no, no. I, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I can't. I can't rest. And it's all false. Scarcity is is not real. It's not real. It's an illusion. It's imagined. Something that I've really been coming to see here in 2020, especially in the second part of 2020, I have slowed down like I've never slowed down in my entire life. I've worked less than I've ever worked in my entire life. And I've made just as much money, if not more, during certain parts of it. There's always... There's always people for us. There just is. We don't need to live in some sort of scarcity mindset. In fact, when we have that mindset, that's what we perpetuate in our world. That's what we create. We create more scarcity. When we have an abundant mindset where we believe that there's plenty of clients for us, there's plenty of customers, there's plenty of jobs, there's plenty of opportunity, whatever the case may be, Believe me, it comes. Privilege is another thing that I wanted to just chat about here because I think it is very real. You know, I think that I have a lot more privilege than other people and I have a lot less privilege than other people. So when it comes to rest, our first inclination might be like, well, yeah, you're making money or yeah, you work for yourself or yeah, blah, 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 blah. Those are excuses. We can always make excuses period. <laughs> Privilege is absolutely real, but we can create the time. If we can scroll endlessly on our cell phone, 
if we can allow ourselves to get lost in television or any of those different things, we can take time for rest. So just kind of taking these sorts of things in mind, I think it's pretty easy for us to see why taking rest is so difficult, right? I think another component to that that's a little bit more psychological and especially here in the United States is that we don't want to slow down because we don't want to deal with ourselves. We don't want to go to those places. And I'm right there with you. That's something I've noticed in myself this year is that like what happens, like the things that I do when I don't want to go inside myself when I don't want to like go into my mind like into my thoughts into my feelings especially like forget it I'll do anything (laughs) anything I'll work out I'll you know anything external I'll like I'll call somebody I'll scroll my on my phone I'll even freaking watch tv and I'm not into tv I'll do anything but have to go inside have to rest when my body's calling for it I really struggle with that one Cause it's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to, I don't want to go inside. And I think that's really interesting. It's something that all of us should, should think about. We live in this like, you know, screen facing world these days where we've got so many screens around us at all times. And that's just one more thing that prevents us from resting. So even if we actually get the time, you know, like putting the kids to bed and we get a little like time for ourselves um, or between the three or four jobs that we're handling or, you know, between like running a corporation and running household, whatever the case may be, when we actually get that alone time where we could rest, we do other things. We don't want to give ourselves rest. So I know that for myself, I really personally struggle with rest for a number of reasons. Um, A, I have a lot of energy built up inside of me, like a lot. I think abnormally so, quite frankly. Um, Gary V's lifestyle, yeah, I did that for several years. I'm paying for it now, I gotta tell you. (laughs) But I did it. And I loved it while I was doing it. I really did. I enjoyed it. Working sun up to sundown. I mean, you know, maybe taking like half a day off like every two weeks or or one day off every two weeks, I should say. Um, I loved it. I was making great money. I was rocking it out. I, yeah, I've got that energy and I've got that drive. But guess what? My body is still a human body. And it wasn't made to be driven into the ground. And I'm dealing with major health repercussions because of that now. My body is very sensitive. I have developed food allergies. I have an autoimmune disease. Um, All things that have arisen out of stress and a lack of rest in my life. All kind of under that whole like hustle mentality. And where does that come from? A, I think it's partly my you know, energy, but also this is how I was raised. This is what I saw modeled for me. My parents built um, our house onto the back of a restaurant when I was very young. And I raised my siblings while they ran a very 
busy and large restaurant. And all I ever saw was work. Work was life to me. Work, work is life to me still in my mind all these many years later. You know, we, we, ate, rest, we ate dinner like out in, in the restaurant as a family. Um, us kids ate dinner on prep tables in the back. Like I always saw my parents working. That was modeled. It's conditioned inside of me. <laughs> I didn't know any other way. I would look at my friends who like, I don't know, their parents stopped working at five and it was like, what? You guys sit at like a normal dining room table and like talk and stuff? I was so envious of that. Literally, when my parents finally got us a house when I was in eighth grade, I remember our first dinner together. I'll never forget that around a dining room table. We had lived in houses when I was like super young. I think, you know, we moved into the restaurant house when I was, I don't know, five something. And I remember glimpses of those old homes, but, but uh, I don't remember sitting around as a family around a table. That, that is a privilege as well, right? So for me, it's just kind of how it's been my entire life. Work, 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 work. And I'm totally caught up in that masculine side of myself that loves to work constantly. That's all about the capitalistic mindset. Like, you get what you deserve, you know, like those kinds of things. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm very competitive. You know, I could definitely, like, I'm type A. Um, I've really been changing this year, so it's kind of strange for me to talk about some of these things because I don't see them as as strongly as I used to, which like on the inside, I'm kind of like high-fiving myself. <laughs> but let me tell you, if I had said this a year ago, there would have been all kinds of shame and guilt around it. I would have felt like a lesser of a person. It's just a part of it. It's just a part of social conditioning. And I know I'm not the only one. Like I know that you have probably been in the very exact same place. And if you're an entrepreneur, freaking forget about it. The hustle mindset makes me crazy. It literally like puts me through the roof these days. Really is very upsetting to me. A couple of years ago, entrepreneurs were committing suicide at an alarming rate. And it was because they were working so hard. They were pushing themselves to the limit. They weren't able to talk about all of the hard and negative aspects of being an entrepreneur, which are very real. And nobody talks about them. Everyone thinks being, being an entrepreneur is super cool and awesome and exciting. And yeah, it absolutely is. I, I love being an entrepreneur. But I got to tell you, it's hard work. It's not some like glitzy, glam lifestyle, regardless of what social media portrays it to be. It can be very lonely and isolating and depressing and difficult. Oh my gosh. I mean, think about you being 100% responsible for the work you do every single day. I can't go into a nine to five and just sit there on someone else's dime and play on Facebook. I can't clock into work and be like, you know... I didn't get much sleep last night. Can't really, not really going to do a lot today. Like those are not real things because I'm totally responsible for, um, for the money that I bring in. And that's a lot, right? 
So you can <laughs> see why it's hard for entrepreneurs to rest. But my gosh, it's so important. And I had to ask myself this question, you know, is rest really what I'm interested in? And that was a big hell no on the inside, just to be honest. But what I do think that we want, all of us, is we want happiness. We want contentment and peace. Oh my gosh, we want peace. But we can't have any of those things unless we take rest. When we don't rest ourselves, when we don't give ourselves that time to recalibrate, it's very difficult to connect to anything spiritually. I guarantee you that. <laughs> when I don't sleep great, it's much harder for me to say my morning prayers. I don't know why, but it is. When we aren't resting, it's really difficult for us to discover our purpose or what it is that we're supposed to be doing in this life or what brings us like fulfillment. It's difficult for us to connect to the world around us, to nature, to care about the litter we see in the streets. It's difficult for us to care and to connect to the people in our lives. I don't think it's even possible for us to connect truly with other people when we don't take rest for ourselves. So some of the benefits of rest, you can jump on Google. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's so much there, right? But things like peace and calm, clarity of mind, intimacy with our partners, like when we take rest, we're able to be more present with the people that are in our lives, our partners, our family members, friends, employees, whatever the case may be. That creates real connection. And when we take rest, we're able to truly connect with ourselves, which is priceless, right? Because when we connect with ourselves, just like the quote that I use for this show, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. When we take rest, everything in our world benefits. So if you're a busy mom and you're finding it difficult to give yourself an excuse to take rest, know that it's going to benefit everyone that you're pouring out so much love to. It's such a beautiful, beautiful gift to give to yourself and to give others. So real quickly, how to take rest. Number one, make it a priority. You can have all the time in the day or none at all, but unless you make rest a priority, it's not going to happen. Taking two minutes sitting on a toilet, if that's all you can get, if you've got a house full of people, whatever the case may be, just don't take your cell phone in with you. Take it. Make, make, make it a priority. Number two, start with something small and then expand. So start with time sitting on a toilet if you want to. <laughs> start there and then expand. You don't have to jump into this like, I'm going to take off days at a time or I'm going to take off afternoons, whatever the case may be. Start small and then expand. See where else you can find time to rest. Number three, practice doing nothing. So like we talked about in the beginning, the definition of rest is doing nothing. That means not being on your phone. That means not reading. That means doing nothing. Go find a park bench, sit under a tree, talk to nature, watch the bees and birds. I've, I've so enjoyed doing that this year. It is, ugh. And I walk away, even if it's just 10 minutes, I walk away feeling so much better. 
and ready to take on my world. Number four, practice taking rest around other people. So what I mean by that is be present. You know, like when you're with your partner, don't be thinking about other things. Rest. Enjoy them. Rest your mind. Don't be thinking about the future. Don't be thinking about the things you've got to do, the things you want to do, the things they aren't doing, the things you should be doing, whatever the case may be. Just be present. Taking rest is doing nothing. Just be with them. Enjoy their company. You know, your kids aren't going to be kids forever. Your partners aren't always going to be around or, you know, you guys are going to grow older, whatever. We're all going to grow older, whatever the case may be. Just take rest with other people. And then five, make it a daily practice. Start small. Start small. But just do it daily. That's what's most important. Even literally if it's only a minute a day, I guarantee you that by the end of 30, you're going to start adding on to that time and adding on to that time. You're already going to start seeing the benefits because you're making yourself a priority. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode this week about rest. It may not seem like the most exciting topic, but for me it's been huge and it is huge. It's something I'm consistently working on and trying to do better at. And I think more than anything, like be kind to yourself in this process because it's not easy. I mean, I went through the reasons like why we don't want to take rest. Like rest is not normal for us. But I want to change that. I want to start that conversation. Rest should be something that we consider to be a necessity for our health, for our sanity, for our happiness and contentment in this life. So important. Make it a priority. All right, folks. Were you inspired by today's episode? If so, share your feedback with me, leave a review on iTunes, and subscribe for weekly shows. Sign up for our email list to receive podcast updates, free meditations, and resources only shared with that community. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.